Welcome back. Welcome back to part two of misinformation. A pride story. But but is it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, if we didn't depress the shit out of you enough before, we're back for a bonus episode. Yay. Kick up your heels, ladies. It's, <laughs> it's time to tucker in. Oh, man. Pour yourself a, a cocktail and, and get ready. So we're going to pick back up now with our discussion about the Supreme Court decision on why it's apparently okay under the guise of free speech to discriminate against the LGBTQ community. And you will hear us lose our liberal minds for the next 40 minutes or so. Yes. Enjoy and, uh, yeah, fuck it. Yeah, fuck it. Just yeah. fuck it. <laughs> it's, 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 it, was a, it was a pride month, everybody, and a really fucked up one, so. Yay. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> Wrapping it up, so in, enjoy. I, like, this year has been sort of weird. All right, starting last year, you know, Ron DeSantis really getting, you know, out there in public about hating gay people and, you know, it's just sort of like got like festered. It's gotten bigger yeah. and bigger and bigger. And this year I've already written off my dad. Like I've already sort of cut off my relationship with him because of his viewpoints on this community. And I just don't feel like I want that around in my life. Yeah. I also recently, I told you about this, but I had a, a person who used to be a friend of mine who posted on her Instagram stories, which I never look at, by the way. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't like that they like go away. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I just I'm, it feels like a lie. It does. It feels like it it's vanished in the wind. If I miss it, it's gone. Yeah. yeah. But I just opened hers randomly and I haven't talked to her in years. I just was like, oh, what did I wonder what she posted about? And it was she had reposted this thing, you know, that was this post from what's, what's called the gay Republican. Uh, <laughs> you know, the unicorn. Um, but it was uh, basically all about how, you know, this this individual as a, quote, gay Republican feels like teaching children in class about that gay people exist is indoctrination. It is, you know, you know, grooming these children. You know, it calls it, it blatantly said, like, parents need to choose between what's right and wrong, which I immediately reacted at because I'm like, but gay people aren't wrong. They just are. And this individual who posted, she posted it knows that. I mean, she's known me for a while. She's known my brother who's also gay. So, I was so furious about that, that like even the people that you just didn't see it coming were agreeing with this sort of rhetoric. Yeah. And then, and I wasn't, I sent her a message and I wasn't nice about it. I was really not nice. Good. I called her a bad mom because she was, uh, <laughs> in my opinion. Um, yeah. And I think uh, if you're teaching your children to look at anybody else as less than yourself, you're bad parent. I totally agree. And I mean, and there was other things too that she had done that, that I definitely called out and basically saying you need to fix your own life. If you care so much about the children, if that's so important to you, you have children of your own that you could probably be taking better care of. Right. You know, uh, being a little bit more sober for, um, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I wasn't, I wasn't nice. And yeah. I, don't know how I feel about that, but at the end of the day, I just, it, that's the level I'm on. Like yeah. what, what you're saying is actually getting people killed. Yeah. It's a lot. Stop that. <laughs> stop that right now. Do stop. Quit that. It's just been that year where I'm like, I'm really making cuts, man. Yeah. I'll cut anybody. I don't like, I still, I have other family that I'm actually pretty close with that I'm almost ready to say, yeah, 
We're good. Yeah, same. I think, and and you know what? I think that that's healthy. I don't think that putting yourself through that is good for anyone but the other person. Yeah, you know, it's it's not worth it. Life is too short. Fuck it. Yeah. Fuck it. Fuck it. Oh, so let's talk about it. Let's talk about the what was this? Was this the last day in June, or it was pretty? It really. It was. It was. The thirtieth, yeah, the last day in June. Snuck it in there. The white the very supremacist end. court. I mean, the Supreme Court. I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, it's pretty. We much, could make arguments. We could. <laughs> so, if you don't know, if you're living under a rock, a very large rock, yeah, and you don't know any gay people in your life, um, the Supreme Court sided with. I mean, I don't Karen. even know. Karen. Yeah, <laughs> no, Karen her name was Lori, Lori Smith. Who she? Yeah, she. Do you want me to set it up? Go, yeah, you set it up because you're going to do it beautifully. <laughs> And then I'll just curse at the end of it. Okay, so here's here's the sitch with the the Supreme Court decision to allow discrimination of LGBTQ plus individuals on the basis of of free speech in the context of being a business open to the fucking public. So Lori Smith was this uh, designer who my understanding is that she wasn't even a, a wedding website designer. She Correct. just wanted to be that. Yes. But she just lived in too much fear because poor Lori did not want the gays to come asking her for wedding websites because it went against her religious beliefs. And the state of Colorado recognizes gay people as protected class. So God there forbid. are discrimination laws. To Lori's credit, if you don't want to make a gay wedding website in a in a state where that says that that's discrimination, if that's the business that you do, you are correct. You should not be making any wedding websites, and that should be your policy. Yeah, regardless of who you are. But sorry, carry on. Fucking Lori. Lori Smith. So Lori basically, Lori's case just went all the way up to the Supreme Court. It seemed like it was when I was hearing about this in the news, it was framed much more of that. Yeah. In that context of she wants to make wedding websites, but she's afraid that a gay couple is going to ask for a website and she can't she can't discriminate against them because of this of this law. Right. But as a footnote, there was apparently one inquiry she received from an alleged gay man saying, I want wedding designs, maybe maybe a website. Yeah. Get get back to me. And it was funny to me because I really didn't hear a lot about that until I believe the day before the Supreme Court decision came down when uh, his name was Stuart, last name redacted for privacy. The man who was uh, cited in this complaint that went all the way to the Supreme Court came forward and said, hey, guys, funny story, but this has been going on for six years. And I just now realized that I'm the person being named in this suit. And I did not submit this contact form. Yeah. I did not ask for any kind of wedding services. I am not marrying a man named Mike. And funny story, at the end, I'm straight and have been married to a woman for 15 years. And even better, my favorite part about that, like all of that is, of course, like, wow. Wow. But then at the very end, his he basically was like, I'm also a web designer, so I would never ask somebody else to design a website for me. Isn't that fucking hilarious? Like, you, Lori, you chose the Lori, worst, you dumb. Yeah, the worst but Patsy that you can find for this. But I did hear somebody call out. It was a little suspicious that this inquiry, this alleged uh, contact form from Stuart came in after she initially filed the case. 
And the thought is the thought was, well, if they really wanted this to go somewhere, meaning up the chain to the Supreme Court, you had to show somehow harm. So that was their half-assed, and this is just a theory that I heard, that was their half-assed attempt at proving real harm. Yeah. Was but it's but now you know that it's not true. Yeah. So I don't know much unfortunately, about how you can fix this sort of situation when a Supreme Court ruling comes out like this. I understand it that there's a certain amount of days potentially that there could be, um, it might be able to be retried, but I don't know really? if that works. I don't know if that works in the Supreme Court. I know it works in the, you know, in, in typical law practice, but, um, and the typical court systems. But uh, I think that it should be taken into consideration that this is not a real case that's not a real case. Right. That's not something, again, she didn't suffer a loss. So she there's no not. reason to sue. There's no reason for it. And, and as far as I'm concerned, all of the attorneys involved should be penalized for this, for even allowing it to go as far as it did, because you've now wasted the Supreme Court's time with a case that wasn't wasn't legitimate. So the case alone is infuriating to me. Yeah, it is. And also, how did six years go by and no one reach out to Stuart? I don't know, because maybe it was suppressed somehow that, you know, it just wasn't big news. I don't know. Well, I would. I don't think it was even, I won't even put that on news outlets. The attorneys, the league. Yeah, yeah. The lawyers on both sides. I mean, Sorry, I, I they knew that it was. A, it I was know safe. that on her side, they probably knew it was bullshit. That's the theory anyways, that they knew it was bullshit and they just wanted it to make the case stronger. But all of the uh, the other side of, you know, the legal system that was dealing with this case over the last six years, no one no one thought to look into that. It's it, it's so frustrating. It, it really it really is. And uh, I also love that her company is called 303 creative which 303 is the area code yeah like from the looks of it you're just really bad you're not a creative person She's not like you couldn't even i don't know you couldn't you couldn't even lie properly so where i'm struggling for may i yo okay. please do. where i'm really having a hard time is that in the case with abortion mm-hmm Roe v. Wade is overturned by the Supreme Court and they essentially gave it back to the states and said, you must make decisions as, you know, as a state, whether or not it's legal. Mm -hmm. Okay. States' rights. States' rights. But here, Colorado had a discrimination law that included LGBTQ people as protected, a protected class. And they overrode that with this ruling. Mm -hmm. And what I'm worried about is, so what does that mean for the other states that have this same law. Yeah. What are we, does that mean that it is not, and now it, in a, from the ruling, it's only for custom work, custom art, I believe. Yeah. I think that's what it's, you know, it's not all businesses can do, can discriminate like this. If you're making something custom, you can, but it's like, that's tricky language. And at what point is it going to get to everybody can, if you don't want a gay person in your building? Exactly. I think that it's a slippery slope to get to everybody that it would maybe take one more case reaching the Supreme Court to where they could say, okay, well, it's just a free for all now. And even the language today, I've heard people comparing it to, okay, well, landscapers could come up and say, oh, well, this I'm this is my creative expression right. on your bushes. Right. And, <laughs> and now, you know, I've determined that your yard is too gay for me and I it violates my religious beliefs to right. cut your grass. And that would likely make it to the Supreme Court if that became a case and they would stick to what they originally said. And mm-hmm. we're going to start chipping away at that, you know, custom thing until we get to all businesses. But I, I do, I will say this, and I think that this, 
I think I'm right about this. I can't predict the future, Ashley. Okay. I used to, but I can't anymore. Oh, damn. I didn't predict that that would happen to me. But uh, (laughs) I think what's going to happen is that there will be a case where a custom artist is going to turn away a Christian Mm -hmm. and say, I'm not making that for you. Yeah. And it will make it to the Supreme Court and they will rule against the artist saying you can't discriminate against somebody's religion. Very likely, yes. I have a strong feeling that that's what's going to happen because we are moving in this direction where they're trying to make religion. It's it's going away quickly. So they're trying to make it the law of the land, which to me is very dangerous. And I don't understand how all of these Supreme Court justices, by the way, swore that they wouldn't undo a precedent that's already been set. And that's all they're fucking doing. And I don't understand this. So help me, Ashley. (laughs) You're smarter than me. No, we just need to move to Canada. <laughs> okay. I don't know. Yeah, it's um it I'll is... go anywhere else. I'll learn a new language if I have to. Right. Oh, shit. I'll learn fucking... We have we have Duolingo. Yeah. We have more rights in Germany, by the way, <laughs> than we probably do here. So Yeah. It's it it's hard, right? Because Republican logic is just completely filled Stupid. with oh. Yeah, well, yeah, but it's filled with contradictions. Right. Oh well, this abortion bad. We don't. We shouldn't make that at the federal level. That needs to go down to the state. But using your example, I'm sure there's going to be another uh, case that pops up where somebody's suing because a state is like abortions for everyone from start to finish. Yeah, late term uh, term abortion, (laughs) sixteen week abortion, any kind of abortion, just come on down. We have coupons. We have abortion (laughs) coupons. Use coupon code. Yeah, (laughs) abort. Abort (laughs) to get fifty percent off your abortion. Do you want a two for? Bring a friend. We'll do a two for one. I I would totally I not be surprised if a pro uh, pro choice case made it to the Supreme Court because especially now after this where it's you're violating my religious beliefs type of a thing it's hard to look at this and say oh well how how do you how do you deal with it when your opponent just says whatever the fuck they yeah. want to in the moment and in the situation they're in to say this is why and then they will turn and contradict themselves to get whatever outcome they want in the next situation rinse and repeat right like i don't i don't i honestly don't know <laughs> vote <laughs> that's how how can you get past that i don't know you know don't vote republican but i personally don't understand how this um this ruling isn't doesn't take like the establishment clause into consideration. Tell me more about that. Yeah, so I took a I took a quick little quote off of the Cornell Law website for this uh, page about the the First Amendment's establishment clause. It not only forbids the government from establishing an official religion, but also prohibits government actions that unduly favor one religion over another. It also prohibits the government from unduly preferring religion over non-religion or non-religion over religion. This I think was a pretty clear case that you are making making a ruling that holds somebody's religion specifically up. And I think that their 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 argument is going to be well, yeah, but you can't hold your non-religion over my religion. I think where the game changes for me is when you when you start a business in this country. Mhm. You know, when you start a business in this country, I think that's where you don't really get to make those sort of 
decisions anymore about what who you're going to serve and who you're not. Right. Because you're also, by the way, getting incentives for having a business in this country and yes. certain tax benefits for having a, a business in this country. Certain bailouts for having a business in this country, PPP loans and those sorts of fucking things. Yeah. You're taking the government's money. That's money that people pay in taxes, gay people pay in taxes. And you get to say, I'm not, I'm not going to serve you. I don't think so. You, you don't want to uh, have to be forced to make a gay wedding website when you're, if you were a wedding website designer, Yeah. don't start a business then or say, I'm not making wedding websites because I don't want to have to do that. Or don't open a public business. Right. That's it. Yeah, I don't understand how fair. we're how we're conflating an in, in, individual individuals' constitutional rights in this country with the rights of a business, right? Because those are two two separate things. It's it's just it's it's really petty. It's really um, you know, and in the language is nitpicked here, and it sort of has to be, yeah. but it's being nitpicked in, in in a weird way that it's like to me, it just means that. You can't use religion as the foundation for discrimination in this country. You can't mm -hmm. do that. Religion can discriminate all it wants to. And church, you can say we don't have gay people in this, you know, in this congregation because that's against our religion. Fine. Religion is discriminatory. It can be that for as long as it wants to be, as long as it's around. Right. Okay. But when you are in a business and again, you're getting those benefits, incentives, and things from the government, I think that that's where the line is drawn. And I think that you can say certain behaviors and conduct that might be unsavory. I don't, maybe you can say like things that are choices. Being gay is not a choice. And I think that's the basis of their argument as they think it is. If yeah. they really knew that it wasn't, this wouldn't be a question. It wouldn't be a question at all. Because if it made it up to the Supreme Court that she didn't want to help somebody because they were Asian, I, my hope would be that the Supreme Court would say, eh, can't do that. Race is a protected class. But for some reason, being gay or trans is not, it's an option for us, according to them, as far as they're concerned, right? Yeah. You're choosing this lifestyle. So because of that, I can discriminate against you because it's a choice that you made. Right. I could see somebody saying, I'm not doing a Nazi website. That's sure. a choice. You, didn't, you weren't born a Nazi. You made a choice. But this is different. This is who somebody is. It's their identity, right. you know? And I don't know if that, like, to your point in that logic, I don't know if that holds water with the Supreme Court because look what they just did to affirmative action. That's true. Yeah, they just, like, lit affirmative action on fire. In, because in the context people were of, being discriminated against. Yeah, in the context of college admissions, but at the same time, they did absolutely nothing about legacy students who are admitted because they're... Familial status. Yeah, familial, familial status. Yeah, that, you know... Their, their family because went to your the dad, college. your grandfather, your whatever went to Yale or one of these, you know, super elites like no state school has legacy status. Well, that was because that was, it doesn't matter. No. And that was the point that was that was done intentionally getting rid of uh, affirmative action, but upholding legacy. It was, again, to make sure more white people are going to college. Yeah. Um, and those people, by the way don't also necessarily have the uh, credentials and the scores that they need to get into that college, but no. they're issued and ushered in. Yeah. And that's just, it's, there's such there. It's very, very obvious to me what's going on. And I'm so, I don't know what we do at this point. I think in my opinion, this, this is a chaotic and devastating Supreme court that we have. It really is. Something needs to be done. Like I, I, and I don't know what that is, whether the answer is to expand the court. I know that 
you know, impeaching a Supreme Court justice is, is very, very rare and very hard to do. And I don't think they'd be able to do it with the uh, numbers that they have in Congress. And I'm, I'm not I'm not entirely sure about the percentage of vote that they would need to actually push that through. But something something needs to happen because this is I mean, come on. We need what we need is we need to we need everybody in 2024 to vote as blue as you can get, because I agree. I think that something has to be done. I don't I it makes me nervous that we are going so far back. I know so quickly. Yeah, it is. It is very nerve wracking. And I know that's not to say um, that me being a gay person is the only one feeling like this. I feel like there are a lot of people who are part of protected classes who are feeling yeah. like fuck Trans what is people, happening people right of now? color this this week i mean this was a shit week it was a real shit week it was a shit fucking week you know it was just like boom 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 one or and then of course the decision about you know the college the student loans you know it's just i don't know i don't know what the answer is ashley when do i get to start smoking again uh, well i mean as soon as we know that the end is nigh is when yeah. i'm gonna start smoking again yep i agree i don't want to yeah right now obviously but if the end is near yeah I'm dying. With a I'm dying with a fucking cigarette in my hand. <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, why not? Why not? And like a cocktail in the other. I'm just, it's like I said, it's, exa- it's all exhausting. And I, uh, you know, and it's hard to be jovial about this stuff. I mean, our future is, it hangs in the balance at this point. Yeah. A lot of people's do. I mean, I, it, this is such a slippery slope between this and the affirmative action, uh, decision prior to that. I, I don't know how this is going to be going any uh, any positive way. Again, I didn't read up on this one as as much. I consumed a lot of news about it, but I want to say that also the the affirmative action there was no real harm there. It was a hypothetical that was brought. That I don't know. I can't say. But you know what? Even if let's say even let's say that there was you know somebody who was upset about it or whatever. I mean, what I what I think is wild is that affirmative action helps to ensure that people who would normally be overlooked in some of those admissions are actually getting an opportunity. And I think that it's great to really, I think diversity is amazing in any situation. The more diverse your team is, the more diverse your community is, the better always. And, but the, the truth is, is that, you know, these, I just don't understand. I'm sorry. I'm having a moment. I just don't understand this concept of, like what the boomers have done. They got an education that was very affordable. Yes. And then slammed that fucking door behind them, sold us a lie about education. Yeah. And here we are where nobody can afford anything. Yeah. And nobody can afford college. And and at the same time that they close the doors on affirmative action saying, nope, we're not doing that. Oh, and also we're not forgiving any loans. So. Right. College is going to be really, really, really fucking hard for you to get into. And I am so devastated for anybody that was affected by any of these decisions this last week. But um, yeah, I don't know. What do, what do we? I, I think that like if there's a reason behind it, at least one that I could think of, I'm sure there's a lot of things that go into this. But one big theme that I can pull out is limiting the potential for upward mobility, meaning Okay, you said no, no to affirmative action, but legacy students are still okay. Okay, so your, you know, your point about the boomers having a very affordable college education and then, oh, it's much more expensive now and you're going to have to take out, you know, be burdened by loans. So, okay, college is accessible, which is a very important component for upward social mobility. 
you don't want the what you consider the upper classes to be flooded with all of these people. So why not put something in place where as soon as, yeah, sure, you can go to college, but you're going to be choked out by debt. You're still going to have to be wealthy or have some sort of connection to wealth somewhere in your in your life to be able to overcome that. It's exclusion. It's just like this exclusive yeah. club that you, you know, only certain people get to be a part of it. And I, I think it all comes back to all, of, I mean, anything that's other than what's always been considered the norm, I suppose, is scary. And I don't know. I'm ready to be in a world where it just doesn't fucking matter. Like, I would love to see more, you know, uh, I, I know they've talked about like blind admissions and things like that, where you yeah. don't know, you know. And I don't know if that's beneficial or not. I don't really know a lot about that. I didn't go to college. So, yeah, I I think that a all education, college and just our, you know, K, K-12 education should be standardized nationally. There should be no rank by state of how good of an education you are going to get based off of basically where you're born. I I agree that even like in in areas with extreme, I mean, we I think we've talked about this. Mm-hmm. I mean, schools are funded by local property taxes. So if you're in an area that's low poverty or more like more poverty, uh, doesn't have a lot of wealth, then those schools are going to get the least amount of funding. And I don't right. agree that one school in this country should public school should get a different education, a lesser education than another public school in a more affluent neighborhood. Right. Well, and that's just like the institutional discrimination that is built into our education system. I'm talking about the fact that Arizona, you're getting a shitty education in Arizona compared to the vast majority of states. I should be getting just as good of an education here as the number one state for education. Agreed. And the same goes, at least in my mind, for college Every college should have the same like Standard. knowledge opportunity, yeah. the same educational standards applied to them. And on top of that, should be absolutely fucking free or extremely affordable. affordable. Yeah. I agree with that. I was going to say, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Oh, but no. when I, I moved to Arizona from New York in my sophomore year. Yeah, how was and that? We were learning things my sophomore year in her, here in Arizona that I learned in my seventh and eighth grade year in New York. Yeah. So I was actually kind of a genius just because mm-hmm. I had a good memory at the time. And yeah. I was like, oh, I remember learning about this. Yeah. Um, I probably could have been valedictorian if I actually like put in an it's, effort. Arizona is at near the bottom of the list for education here. And I saw a really good example in the form of this... Uh, very unfortunate reality TV personality who was talking about when she was in, when she was, I shouldn't laugh because this is awful. When she was in grade school, she was doing her like multiplication tables and she was, she wasn't doing well at hers. And the whole, the whole class was going to get like an ice cream party when all of them uh, finished their multiplication tables. But if you didn't like, if you didn't succeed, you were sent to a room to watch Winnie the Pooh. What? Yeah, it was called the Winnie the Pooh room. And I'm like, that is so Arizona. I know this girl was <laughs> grew up in Arizona and she was education. Leave it to Arizona. Like, oh, are you struggling with your multiplication tables? Well, while the kids who made it through eat ice cream, you're just going to go watch Winnie the Pooh yeah. in the other room. Have fun. Yeah, we don't give a that shit. is education in Arizona for you. I mean, they didn't have until I think it was 2000 and four mm-hmm. i don't even think there's there, there were standardized tests in high school necessarily like the um like they have aims testing now here yeah that, i think Regents that was in new york yeah that was just being kind of implemented while i was in high school i took the aims my senior year but it wasn't 
required to pass it. It was like the few years that they were like onboarding it. Yeah. So it was the year after me that they had to pass it. And I just was like, yeah, we had to do this in New York. This is crazy that you guys are crying about this. Like you have to know that you have to have a standard of education. Yeah. Why? You have yeah. to make sure that like everybody knows the same shit. Mm-hmm. No, no, I don't. I honestly don't know where we go from here. I think, you know, I'm going to keep uh, obviously being gay because there's nothing I can do about that. Same. Um, but uh, maybe I'll hide it a little bit. <laughs> Do you, you know, you've talked about this and I thought how funny this would have to be. Not really. I mean, it would be obviously tragic, but like one day I think that you and I will have to get married and Cameron will have to marry Jack. Yeah. Cause no one will believe you with Jack and me with Cameron. I mean, cause we're too, but you could, we're both too similar to each other. We need to keep like the Ravenclaw Hufflepuff sort of thing. Yeah. I I feel like we'll be, uh, will fly under the, under the radar a little bit easier doing the yeah <laughs> the pair up of yeah I agree you'll have to grow your hair and I'll have to probably lower my voice or fix my face yeah cut my not, hair something I don't know wear fatigues I don't know I don't know I think that right now even though it sucks and it's it's hard to have these things happen and feel hopeless and helpless but I think that we need to hang on to obviously voting is important but I think that it's not just the national elections it's the local elections we really need to be very active in our in our local elections and try to purge these people who want to push through these really you know extreme bills through under undemocratic means that the general population don't want yeah i think community organizing is going to be a big thing yeah yeah and and the other thing is if somebody is saying something unsavory and you couldn't consider yourself an ally say something back yeah um and do that in any community that you support and and challenge the people that you look up to mm-hmm. you know the you know artists in the world or the companies that you like to shop at when things like ha- what happened with target mm-hmm. happen we all need to get enraged by that and say, yeah. nope, I mean, I won't shop at Target right now because I'm still a little pissed at them about sort of pulling the plug as quickly as they did. Yeah. Um, but uh, I think we have to just be more confident to say, no, that's not okay, actually. Mm-hmm. Don't say that around me or, you know, emailing Target or emailing these places like, hey, I didn't like that this happened or we just have to be, you know, we have to hold their feet to the fire. Yeah. A Target doesn't give a shit and they never will. So I wouldn't waste my time. I mean, yeah, email, but, they, that's just me. but like, <laughs> but I think that the more that, no, they won't. I mean, they, of course the money is, is the main driver, but right. I just think that we need to be more vocal about it. Yeah, I, I do too. I think that we need to be, uh, you know, the same unhinged energy <laughs> that the Republicans are bringing to the table. I think we need to bring that, but like in a more, I don't know, less unhinged, but say still, a lot of energy <laughs> like we can be pissed yeah no i think i think it's important to be able to call out the contradictions in the moment because you see all these videos of real extreme right-wing uh, people who are being interviewed and the second that they are have a, a, one of their own contradictions put to them they crumble and walk away in a lot of cases or or just you know revert to well i just really love america yeah you know or something <laughs> something ridiculous like that and but i i still think that you're you're proving your point point in that instance where this these people can't back their shit up so yeah. call them on the carpet i would love our elected officials across the board to come to the table with that energy a little bit more I've seen a little bit more of that. Mm-hmm. Not, not. I don't think the level that we need to see, but I've seen a little bit more calling of that out. And mm-hmm. I, I agree. I think that you, we just got to be done with the bullshit. Not, not we hearing do. it. We've got to be like, 
And we'll see. I mean, Gen Z is there's a lot of Gen Z that they're predicting is going to vote blue in 2024. And let's just hope yeah. that fucking happens. Love you, Gen Z. Yeah. We tried. It. We failed. <laughs> Help us, please. We were set up to fail. We no, we absolutely were. I just hope that the I hope that we can stay patient because I my fear is that people won't be patient. And then what will happen if we don't if we lose the energy behind, uh, especially the slack last election that they thought was going to go so far in favor of the Republicans. And it didn't mm. because people are fed up. You know, uh, again, we're probably going to be in a position between choosing Joe Biden or or Trump. And so I don't know. I'm looking at this next big election as hopefully we can stop the bleeding yeah completely or cauterize the wound a little start bit start healing start recovering i feel like if if we're able to elect another progressive leader after joe biden if he wins a second term that's i feel that's when we're going to start to see the healing yeah i don't think i think that the democratic party right now is only winning because they're not the republicans yeah we can i i agree i think we i think you're right it's going to take some time yeah i just don't I just want to go outside in my cute shorts, my cute shirt, and hold my fiance's hand. Right. And not worry that somebody's going to, I don't know, hit us. I don't know. Yeah, like, no, I hear that. That's all I want. So whatever we have to do, people, to get there, that would be great. I would absolutely love that. Um, and that's... Uh, yeah, I can relate to that. And also uh, a higher minimum wage while we're at it. Uh, I, yeah, if, something that something that reflects the cost of living would be nice. Yeah, I'd like that. Um, so those are my demands. <laughs> yeah, I just want to hold your partner's hand and not. And yeah, Jack and I do not. No. Hold, we do not hold hands. We do not. We don't either. show any kind of affection for each other in public. I had a friend, for that reason. Yeah, I had a friend who was conservative. She, uh, we're not friends. Real, we don't really talk anymore. But she, uh, she's definitely not listening to this. Um, but she. Uh, when I told her that, she was like, you should just do it. I'm like, no, I don't want somebody to like hurt me. Right. And she was like, well, just, I mean, so what if they do, you just got to do it. And I'm like, fuck off. Do you realize that the people that you're voting for are, are the like reason? inflating these <laughs> yeah. people? And like, that's the reason why I don't do that. So like, maybe you should stop voting for those assholes because you get your AK-47. Yeah. But we all, we all, you know, get harassed and, and murdered in the process. So I, uh, yeah, I, that's what I want. I just want to be able to hold his hand in public and nobody fucking say anything. I don't have to like it. They don't have to look at it. I just want to do that. Yeah. So we need to end on a skippy dippy high note. What, okay. what can we say? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> silence. <laughs> 15 seconds of to, silence. We have to say something gay. Um, hey. Hey. I don't know. <laughs> hey girl. Hey girl. Um, um, okay, maybe I'll do this. So there's a drag queen. Do you, are you familiar with Jinx Monsoon? Yes, I am. Okay, so I recently saw her post in the last uh, in the last week. Something to the effect of, "I heard this message from the Supreme Court loud and clear, and after some thought, I will now be uh, you know choosing where I perform my services based on on other on my beliefs, kind of a thing." Yeah, and I love that, but I do think it's <laughs> probably going to get. Taken to the Supreme Court too. I think you know what? Yeah, I think if that's the the ruling that they made, then if it goes against your belief, then absolutely don't uh, don't create for people that you you can't get behind. So yeah, I don't know. That wasn't a good one. Um, <laughs> I don't. I mean, I don't know. Just just hang in there. 
Sorry. I know <laughs> I, I know a lot of people are hurting right now and yeah. I don't know. We can, we can really so when I came that. out of the closet, I heard a lot of people saying it gets better. And at this point, I'm like, when does it? <laughs> it did. Yeah. Briefly. You didn't tell me that it gets better and then goes back goes back yeah when uh when like the trump's term was starting and all of like the shit was really starting to hit the fan i remember uh obama saying something like well this is just what happens we made too much progress and now this is like the backlash like the backward swing and i was like today still thinking about this that quote and wondering when will the pendulum stop swinging in the other direction because yeah it's still going, man. It needs to. I mean, it's fine if it goes the other way. Do more equality, more rights for people. Like, let's. let's no, I the, want that to happen. Right. But uh, the, the, this backlash just isn't stopping. And honestly, it wasn't that much progress, folks. Yeah. No, that's what I'm saying. Like, if yeah. you know, the pendulum has to swing the other way. Like, no, actually, it doesn't. You know, the per- whoever said that. But like, I'm just going to say this and it's old. Okay. This is not new and it's, I didn't make it up and it's not the most clever, but it made me laugh the first time I ever saw it. The question is. If God doesn't like gay people, why did he make us all so cute? <laughs> it's true. We are fucking we are adorable. Kind of adorable. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we bring a lot to the table, folks. We really do. Um, so answer me that, Christians. Yeah. Maybe we need to bring back, do you remember years back there was that thing, a day without a gay? Yeah. Where all the gays would call in. I th- I feel like we need to start doing that, but like during seasons or days where it's really going to impact the straight communities. Yeah. <laughs> they feel the effect. Maybe we do it in small groups like Oscars. All you LA gays just call out. Call out. They will all look up, show up on Oscars night looking like a bag of dicks. That's true. They will. If Yeah, they will. They I, don't have any gays to spruce them up before the I think that's the thing that is so funny, too, is like you don't realize how many gay people there are in the world that actually do a lot of the things that you enjoy, enjoy or take part in. Yeah. yeah. You know, I don't know. You think that you think that a straight man made those Dallas cheerleader outfits? <laughs> I don't know if it was a gay man, but I'm just saying. <laughs> I feel like the probability is higher than much higher. <laughs> That's right. You like these little, these little tawdry little outfits? Yeah. Some gay man who made it. Anyways, well. It's a fucked up one, but hey, you know, it, do you have a funny story about this? Because maybe that could help. Yeah. <laughs> or if you, like, if you had a situation where you, like, talked back to somebody who was saying something shitty to you. Yeah. Um, like what did you what was your clap back? Because I want to know what that was. Yeah, send us your clapbacks and any other little happy, happy stories at misinfolovestory at gmail.com. And with that, we are fleeing the country. Thank you. Yes, actually, this entire uh, episode was just a a cover for us while we packed. Yep. We're going to do a sound of music uh type thing where we walk yes. over the mountains. Yes. <laughs> into yes. Canada. That is absolutely I don't want to say yeah, into into Canada. I was going to say, I don't know what, uh, I'm not going to tell you what country you're going to, but ciao. <laughs> <laughs> uh, cool. Well, thank you for joining us for yeah. Depression Hour. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but sometimes it's just going to be that, guys. Sometimes, I'm sorry. But we love you. Indeed. <laughs> we, we love you all, all two of you. All two, yeah. I think there's at least five now. And you're gay now, by the way. Yeah. Anybody who's listening to this, you're you're gay. Yes. And I'm not sorry about it. So. No, we hypnotized you. Boom. You're with us now. <laughs> All right. Well, until until next time. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs> Misinformational Love Story is hosted by Jeremiah Parker and Ashley Fournier. 
The show is produced by Lou Jays Productions, LLC. Our cover art illustration is by Matt Parker at Pop Kill Art. This podcast is for entertainment purposes only. The views expressed on Misinformation, a Love Story are host opinions and feature quotes from other media sources. The content in this podcast should not be taken as undisputable facts.